Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Uh, very happy to have you here, coming to you live from London with a terrible cold. Again, I remember a few months ago uh, when I was in Hong Kong with the worst cold of my life, um, trying to sit down and record a couple of episodes, and it was a rather painful experience. Probably more for you than it was for me, in all fairness. Anyway, I'm going to crack on because the show must go on. All right, so a few, uh, a few notices first. Next week sees the release of German Uncovered. It's my brand new German course for beginners. You heard myself and Kirsten, who's my co-creator uh, on this course, talk about this in episode 255. So if you want a bit of background, go and listen to that. The, the kind of cliff notes are that uh, it is a, it's a brand new German course, all based around the power of story. And this is the, this is the great thing about this method we do not focus on learning grammar rules on memorizing lists of vocabulary god forbid we do that no instead we focus on learning through story and uh, the the course is really wonderful we've been spending a lot of time on this recently but uh we're only releasing this to people who've expressed an interest okay so there won't be any kind of big announcements about this so if you'd like to receive information, uh, notifications about the release of the course, along with the very, very special package that we're putting together for these first-time uh, students in the course, then you need to go to germanuncovered.com. Okay, that's germanuncovered.com, and uh, sign up for the notification list there. Um, you will only receive emails about this yeah, if you've signed up there, or else if you've received emails from me before and clicked the link to register your interest, um, those are the only two ways that you will uh, hear about this. All right, then. I had a very interesting um, meeting the other day. Not really a meeting. I was sitting waiting for a train in Shadwell, over, uh, what is it, Shadwell DLR station in uh, East London, and uh, Sam, I believe it was, uh, is a uh, listener to the podcast, and he is a uh, he, he came up to me, I'd never met Sam before, but he came up to me uh, on the train platform and said, you're, the, you're that language teacher, right? And I said, uh, well, kind of, yeah, I, it depends which one you're talking about. Uh, and we sort of sat and had a, had a nice chat, and he, he's just about to go off, to, he's been learning Spanish for a while, he's about to go off to Barcelona, I think it was, and then South America for a year and a half. Uh, really fantastic trip, it sounds like. And it's so cool to meet people who follow what I do. It doesn't happen all that often. Uh, in London, from time to time, I know many of you are based in the UK, from time to time someone does stop me on the street and say, you know, oh, you're, 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 you're that guy, right? And uh, so, hi Sam, if you're listening, and I, I hope it's Sam, I, I, I apologise if I misremembered your name, it was a, a, a brief encounter after all. <laughs> all right then, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show, iTalkie, for... Uh, for supporting the podcast for as long as they have been. It's really wonderful to be working with them. It's a company I believe in very much and I'm very happy to support. They are, of course, the world's best uh, place to track down a language teacher. So many people find teachers on italki and love them to bits, stick with them for many, many years. Uh, so whatever language you're learning, if you'd like to start speaking, then you can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Okay then. Let's hear today's question. Hi, Oli. Um, I've been learning Spanish for about five months uh, because I moved to Madrid. One of the first things I did and was advised to do 
was take a dance class. So in the first week, I signed up for a salsa class. Uh, the first week, I understood very little, but over the few weeks or a couple of months now that I've been doing it, I do understand a little bit more. But there's lots and lots that I just don't understand. So I was wondering what advice you have for throwing yourself in to a, a class, like a dance class in a different country, uh, to make the most of it and improve my Spanish as best I can while I'm also improving my salsa steps. Cheers. Hey, David, thank you very much for your question. Now, I don't know if, if you are a new listener to the podcast or you've been listening for, 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 for a while, but this is actually something that I did when I lived in Japan. It's a great thing to do. Um, I went to take salsa classes, and uh, I, every Friday night I would go down to uh, Roppongi in, uh, in central Tokyo and take these, 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 uh, these salsa classes with, uh, what was the name of the teacher? I can't remember her name now. This was some years ago. But it was it was awesome because you just... Here's the thing. As a learner, most people are not going to make the time to talk to you. All right? It's very difficult living abroad to just find people who will sit down and talk with you for, for any decent length of time. And so one of the best ways to go about getting practice in that language is to put yourself in situations where people talk to you not because of the language reason or for charity but because you have a, a related reason okay you, you everyone is there in the same room for something else and so classes whether it's dance classes or uh, you know yoga classes or whatever are fantastic because everybody's there for something else everybody's there to learn the thing that you're learning and so what you what you what you're doing is you're removing the language as a kind of focal point and you're just there having a shared experience with other people. That's why it's such a great thing. Now, obviously, David, you're going to be conscious of the language because you are doing what many people don't do, which is putting your, you put yourself in this situation where you're surrounded by the language and you're having to understand and to follow the steps and follow the instructions and interact with, the, with other people there. So you're probably more likely than most to actually you know, be thinking about or rather to come face-to-face -face with the stuff that you don't know yet and, and the skills in Spanish that you don't have, right? And so it's, I think it's important to remember that that's absolutely fine. You know, many people will stay in Spain for years and never really have to get to grips with the need to speak. You are throwing yourself in, which is great. And you're, what's happening is you're just confronting it at an earlier stage. All right. So don't, don't worry about it for a start. I mean, that's, that's the first thing. Just by being there, you're doing, you're doing a wonderful thing. I think there are two things to say. First of all is that, you know, five months is not a long time to be learning a language. Uh, you can do a certain amount of study in that time. But I always find in my languages that it's always six months. Six months seems to be a watershed for me. A lot of progress just simply comes from time. So you have to be willing to just give it time. And so I think the way to be thinking about your languages in general and how it relates to this class is that, like, assuming that you're there in Spain for a, for a while, then you know, you are going to be successful in Spanish over a period of time, over one to two years of regular study. And so I think what it's, what's important is to approach your Spanish as if you, regardless of anything else that's going on in your life, make sure that you've got a regular, uh, a, a solid study routine going on so that you are learning by yourself every day and you're doing what you need to do to learn the language. 
I wouldn't want you to put too much pressure on yourself in this class because here's the thing, the big benefit of going to a class like this is actually the lifestyle benefits, right? It's the friends that you meet, it's the people that you meet there, it's the communities that you get in touch with and all the other opportunities uh, that come as a result of that. See, that's the main benefit of going to these classes because as a result of that, of making friends, of meeting new people, of doing cool things, over the long term, that's how you really get good at Spanish, okay? And I... I know that's not what you were asking, by the way, but I thought I'd, I'd, just, I'd say that because I find that often people do put um, unreasonable amounts of pressure on themselves or they re- tend to rely on certain things. For example, um, people who have a, uh, who have a, a partner who is, who is a native speaker of the language that they're learning often expect their partner to become their teacher. Or they think, oh, you know, because I have a Spanish girlfriend or whatever... Uh, I should be able to speak Spanish. No, it doesn't work like that. Like you have to be responsible for your own progress, and other things are just a kind of a, uh, an added bonus, if you like, or can kind of smooth the smooth the path along the way. Now, as it relates specifically to uh, the class and how to get more out of it, I think for you it's going to be mostly a vocabulary thing. Okay. Like I said before, because five months is a short time, you shouldn't expect to understand everything. There are a lot of things that you're just going to have to get used to over time, like understanding fast spoken Spanish um, is not something that happens overnight. There are things that you can do to, to improve that. Depending on the level that you're at, you might um, get, find benefit from something like my, my conversations program. Uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes here. Um, but, you know, the, it does take time. And so the, 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 the way that you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck in your particular classes is by learning the vocabulary that is associated with the whatever style of dance that you're doing, right? So in that case, what I would do is a couple of things I might do, depending on how extreme I want it to be. First of all, you can get a tape recorder or your phone or something. Tape, who has tape recorders anymore? Isn't it weird how sometimes stuff from like from your childhood just stays in your subconscious? Don't get a tape recorder. Get your phone out, press the record button and just record... Uh, the class and listen back to what the teacher says and then just transcribe it word for word or look for listen out for the words that you don't know and look them up in the dictionary some kind of way of recording and reviewing the class uh, is the most direct way of figuring out what vocabulary you need because it's going to come up again and again okay that's the first thing that i do secondly um, let's say you're learning cuban salsa for example Go to YouTube and look for Cuban salsa instructional videos and spend your time listening to those. If you can get the transcriptions, all the better, but you probably can't. So in that case, listen over and over and over again. And again, just be looking out for those key, those keywords, the words that come up over and over again and make it a point to try and learn all the vocabulary that comes up. So... I remember when I was doing this in Japan, the words that I I was learning were things like elbow and knee. You know, not your kind of typical, uh, like, daily words, right? But that's the stuff that you need for dance classes, you know, to bend your knee or to move your elbow or I, I don't know what. But the basic principle here is just to spend a bit of time reviewing material that is that is relevant to the, your classes, whether it is an audio recording of your class or else um, videos that you can find on YouTube. Focus on the vocabulary, learning the keywords, and then what you're doing is you're taking care of meaning, right? Because most of the meaning that you're probably finding yourself missing at the moment is purely a matter of vocabulary. Once you've got the vocabulary, then it's just a question of detail, understanding more 
uh, more specifically the, the nuance of what's being said. But it all starts with the vocabulary. So that is what I would focus on. And uh, you can do all of this pretty quickly as well. You know, if you just get one recording of your next class and then spend an afternoon watching YouTube videos, you're going to find yourself kind of learning this stuff really quickly. All right, so I hope that's helpful. Brings back memories for me of, uh, of Japan and some, also some fairly uh, embarrassing moments in my own salsa classes. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it remains a pleasure. But yeah, like remember, David, like this is the, if you're making a life for yourself in Spain, the real benefit of this is not about it's not the language, right? It's this, it's the community and the people that you meet. So on that note, the last thing I'd say is to kind of make a point to really, really try and make friends with the people there. You know, hang out with them afterwards. Uh, don't try not to let your level of Spanish um, hold you back with that. Like, people will want to make friends with you, not because you're because of your Spanish or your English or whatever, but because you're there having a shared experience, and that's that's the beauty of the whole thing. All right, then. So, if you would like to ask me a question, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask, and that will take you to a page where you can uh, press a button and leave a voice recording for me, just like David did, and. I thought I'd leave you with a quote for today, a quote that you almost certainly know, but I found in, in my life and my language learning that uh, this is often something that is worth bearing in mind and helps me sometimes, which is, of course, the quote, life is what happens when you are busy making other plans. Um, and the reason I chose this is because if you are like me, then often you might realize that you spend so much time thinking about language learning that you forget to actually enjoy the activities that you're doing and so especially in a situation like this it's really important to remember to enjoy it and don't put too much pressure on yourself often the uh, the progress will come thickest and fastest when you actually relax and just uh, focus on enjoying yourself all right so comments questions anything else related to this episode please uh, head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 263 Thanks for listening. See you back in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 